First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast show. I am Spike Lou. Man, how about your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on Twitter and Instagram. Absolutely. I am Spike Blue on the same social sites. How about your boy out here in these social streets? We're in the middle of a heat wave, man. How has this ever been in Europe? Did you see that? I did. That shit nuts. It's uh, it feel like a heat wave in Atlanta. It was not bullshit over the weekend. Absolutely. I didn't know only one percent of Europeans had air conditioning. That's fucking nuts. What? Yes. It usually don't get that hot over there. They say less than one per- uh, about one percent of the country has central AC. I found that fucking fascinating. Damn. Perfect thing to share with the on deck TV show listeners. How y'all doing out there, man? It's the CMG gangster art review we had to show our man yo Gotti some love everybody may not be talking about this project so we want to do it the justice it deserves being a southern hip-hop podcast also on the docket today benny the butcher says man what we need to do is get these rappers in these cities and go ask about them and you might be disappointed at what you hear we'll talk about that method man talks about how rappers shouldn't sign to other rappers mm. and the DA in Georgia talks about two more high-profile indictments possibly coming down for rap crews like YSL. We'll get into all of that, but first, Animal Brown, unless you've been under a rock and missed this, your man, Rick Ross, has been under verbal assault <laughs> from Gilly from Philly. My question to you, break down what's going on for the On Deck TV show listeners and are you here for the funny or these guys need to act their age? Yeah, it's a very interesting. Gilly has been on a rampage lately against Rosé. Um, some people may be wondering where in the hell did this come from? It stems back a couple of weeks. Gilly had made some comments. He had told a story about when he ran into Lil Wayne. Yep. Um, the last time he saw him. And of course, they have some history. They had a little falling out. And he talked about how Wayne was kind of acting real strange, kind of slick ducking, running on the low from him. And then Mac Main saw the clip, who we know is over at Young Money, and was like, come on, bro. And actually had video I got the of said clip. incident. 
And it did not exactly look the same way that Gilly had described it. And so Rick Ross hopped in the comments and had some things to say about that. And now it's kind of all circling back around. Now Gilly's been going at Rick Ross for having cows and all kind of other shit. And he's clowning them. And he seems very serious. Gilly seems to be dead serious about this. Um, is it funny, though? Absolutely. It's very funny. Um, I'm very interested to see how Ross reacts or doesn't react. Because Ross is supposedly working on a podcast. Shout out oh, to Rose. Shocker. Yeah, exactly. Um, add another one to the to the stratosphere. You better but, talk to um, T.I. first. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's all good. Um, look, but uh, but I'm really interested to see how Ross handles it because so far he hasn't really said anything. He hasn't really touched on it. He's been showing more of the usual on his social media, which is just get money shit. And he's still on his motivating the bosses and X, Y, and Z. So he hasn't really jumped down in the mud with Gilly. And I'm not really mad at that response. Although the Gilly clip was funny. Gilly clip was definitely funny. Um, a long line of funny clips that he and Wallow trade online all the time. We've seen the R. Kelly going back and forth where Wallow act like Gilly and R. Kelly was close. So there's a precedent out there what's going on with Gilly as far as joking are him and Ross cool enough for Ross to know that he can't play with him like that obviously not because what Ross did like you said he hopped in there and he called him a fraud now yeah. in a lot of scenarios especially where Gilly and Ross claim like they from you can't play like that right. like we can go back and forth and you can joke but you're not gonna call me a fraud bro however I don't think that Gilly's response like it doesn't prove his point that he's trying to prove like that I'm serious and you better take me serious. Cause like you said, it's funny. It was nigga. You 45, 50 responding to Ross like this. Cause he was in your comments on IG, like a real very simple response would have been like, Ross hit me up. If we're going to make this public and we're going to do all of this, just hit me up or don't call me a fraud. And if you got something else to say, we can talk about it offline. That's just how I would have handled it. I'm not saying that that's necessarily right, but it does make Gilly look funny and make you wonder, like we're always talking about, is everything a rollout? Gilly and Ross get on the phone. Well, how do I promote my new podcast if I'm Rick Ross? What's going to make everybody tap into this first episode? A beef with the current podcaster who's at the top of this lane that he's trying to get in. Yep. So who knows what it could be? Because like you said, Ross hasn't responded, maybe saving that response for his podcast. He but probably it, should. Yeah, and that would be dope. I ain't, got, I ain't got cool yeah. marketing plan. I can't <laughs> lie. But, I mean, y'all look like old corny niggas. The reason that is funny, because y'all niggas is like 40 plus and y'all going back and forth trading jabs online. Like, Ross did start it, so I always talk about that. You, you can't measure nobody's response. We always talk about that on here. Like, you push well, the motherfucker or whatever it be, I can't be mad as you shoot me because I shouldn't have never put my hands on you. Yes, it's not the appropriate response that a normal person would do, maybe, but I can't dictate what you would do. So, to be fair, Gilly was the one with the cap on the Lil Wayne story, though, because the video did not go as he described it. That's like, true. So, that, that's been overlooked. That, that and that's exactly. the big thing. And there go you hit the nail on the head. Gilly's more so embarrassed about that. So let's divert all the attention away from what I allegedly happened because it's been this thing for years too. Like that he's trying to push this line that oh I'm, I'm a, I was a bully around cash money and like right. niggas was skipping. Like, Stop, bro. Like nobody yeah. was like, come on, bro. <laughs> and he might be slick. How do you think 
about as far as the people saying that there's a Meek Mill uh, perspective to this as well. Yeah, it is because he's taking up for his man's. Because because he threw in there the how the meat contract he claimed it was a slave deal. And we know Meek is from Philly, Gilly's from Philly. Yeah, that's probably his man's. He repping for the home team. I just thought it was interesting that in the same rant that he told Ross to mind his business, <laughs> he went into the next nigga's record deal. I, I was like, another Bro. nigga business. I was like, okay, now you trolling it. Like now it can it kind of came off as like some soldier boy shit. Like I was like, oh, you're doing this for the entertainment piece. Okay, okay, that's fine. And the, it, that that went over a lot of people's heads, or some people just didn't care, one or the other. But with the jokes, we're all losing sight in the fact that he he was capping about the original first story. story. And that's so, what you do. You do throw jokes to deflect, and it's working. Yeah, it, it's definitely working. <laughs> do, do so. Question before we get out of here and on to the next one. Do you think it's ever considered someone like Gilly being like? The appropriate way to handle this as a mature adult would be to call him. I'm sure he can get Rick Ross number. But then if someone says, well, if you handle it this way, you're sure to get impressions and you're sure to like, let's say Barstool hit him up and was like, hey, you know, uh, we could sell this and get a lot of views from it. There's some incentive in it for you as far as views and making money off the contract. Do you think if they approached Gilly with something like that, he would listen to it and be like, okay, yeah, let's run it. Or you think he would think that's fake or turn his nose He would say, let's run it. He knows how this works. Mm -hmm. Mm. Him and and Wallow play the social media game pretty well. They do. Wallow just does it in another form. He does the motivational. He kind of touches on people's heartstrings and all of that type stuff. But he knows how to work it, too. Facts. So they both know how to work it. So they understand that publicity, all pub is good pub for the Mm. most part. Oh yeah, nah, he would be with that. That's probably what he's doing. Like yeah, that's probably how it happened, man. You get and Ross and Ross again. You just said it. Ross working on a podcast. You think he's not gonna address this on the first episode? Right. You think that clip ain't gonna be splashed everywhere? everywhere? Tune in this week when. But the reason why I say you need to holler at Ti, what I feel, I feel like a Rick Ross podcast would be entertaining. Yeah. But is Rick Ross gonna get enough from it where he's gonna stick to it? Like Ti said, it seems more like. If I'm Rick Ross and I can pop out and get sixty thousand for a show, why would I sit down and do three podcasts a week? Yeah, so that's a good point. So I said you need to talk to Ti. Unless the phone ain't ringing like it used to. Unless the phone stopped ringing, yeah, that's different. But then again, you ain't got to leave the house either. You have some. You have somebody come set it up in one of them forty-five rooms in your, ma- in your mansion. <laughs> See, the thing too, he. He in a different lane from T. Like I would run with that. Like podcasting is good for that motivational business sure. talk. It ain't no black people in that lane. There's like really like what Rick Ross would bring to it. If he tap into like that Grant Cordon, but I'm black and I got a hip hop perspective on it, but I'm still doing the business motivational yeah. Marcus Lemotus type shit. Ah oh, man, he could body that. Yeah, could he, he do the profit? It. Yeah. Rick Ross could do That'd that. That'd be hard. That would be some fucking fire, too. That would be some fucking fire. Rick Ross That'd coming in and fixing the business. Would it have to be hip-hop related business or just any yeah. like little black business? Yeah, that would be fire. Yeah, black owned businesses. That would be fire. I'm here for or that. Or rappers. Washed up. Mm, rappers. I don't know. Coming to do it. That would be all right right there. Man, moving on, man. Your man Benny the Butcher took to Instagram live. Uh, man, he, hey, listen. He... <laughs> He clearly was talking about somebody through some subliminals out there, man. He said, man, we need to go to these rapper cities and ask the cities about them, dog. And y'all might be let down from the shit that y'all hear. <laughs> Obviously, he done heard something about somebody. He wasn't specific. He talking about, he talking about Freddie Gibbs, man. Stop. Possibly. You know who he talking about. 
You never know. Uh, my question is, does he have a point? Is this a legitimate uh, point? Or is this narrative played out? This played out, man. Like, this we this has been... Niggas is getting indicted, B. If you ain't been outside, Benny, if you do not know... For being real. I don't want... Yeah, like, for real. I don't want niggas coming around asking about me. Like, absolutely. Yeah, that nigga is a moral citizen. So, like, what Benny don't understand, like, bro, you're 38 and from Buffalo. It's different. For you, I get his point, but I don't think that that's where we are in hip hop right now, especially with the topic that we're going to tap into a little later. The heat's getting cut up. I don't like niggas ain't trying to be famous in the streets no more, bro. Like we seen this is kind of different, but we seen Drake do a whole twist to a dance album and the speculation on here between you and I is because I'm in a different crowd. I ain't trying to appeal to fucking street niggas no more. I'm appealing to motherfuckers that got all of this and. That being said, you don't have to have the resume that you used to have to be a rapper. Like, Benny's older. He's about our age. So, I get what he's saying in the era that he's come through. But you seem a little washed. You seem a little old. Get off my lawn. is to be going around a nigga city while you on tour dates and being like, hey, you know, bro, what, is he really about that life? Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care, bro. That ain't putting no money in my pocket if that nigga bought that life ring ain't. Do we got a high 16? Cool. I ain't got to hang out with this nigga. I ain't even got to talk to him again. But if the fans want to hear me and him together, then we can run it. Because it just ain't the same no more when we talking about street cred and, and real motherfuckers being on the record together. I just don't see that anymore. So this is a little played from Benny. Yeah, the lines are, are always been blurred. The name of this CMG album that we're going to talk about is Gangster Art. There's yeah. always been a line in between the two that some people feel like you're either on one side of the other. I don't understand why you can't mesh both. It's almost like if you're talking about the street shit, then you really have to have been locked up like Benny was, or you really have to be coming from a particular perspective. And I understand that because let's be real. Like when you see a movie that was based on a true story, it hit a little different. You know what I'm saying? But you can also watch a fiction movie that's coming from someone's imagination and it'd be just as fire. So I, like, I think we got to start, stop like con constantly comparing things to the streets and to the, because it's we're adults we understand like we're not about to go run off and go do something because we heard it on a song like that you know what i'm saying that's something illegal that's played out and we're, we're too old for shit like it but i can't sit and give future because when he said i'm number one in the streets and i'm the streets, the streets, the streets and we was like I said that benny remember future oh, said future that a couple oh about comparison to hove and shit yeah and, and we were like, um, okay, bro, you're like 50. Like, what are you talking about? It gets played after a while, bro. Like, let's be real. Like, if you're, yeah. you live in Calabasas and you keep talking about how the streets, you touch, like, stop, bro. It, you, that looked to me, that looks wilder. But yeah. with that being said, I'd be lying if somebody came to me and told me about one of my favorite artists. <laughs> <laughs> from back in the oh. day and they was full of I remember, I, oh, I, remember I was at the barbershop and the uh -huh. niggas from Alabama yeah. and I was like I was like oh shit what party's like Mobile I was like oh, that's a rich boy right right he was like yeah 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 I, and I fucked with rich boy when he came out I thought he was right, dope right 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 I was like man I said hey people fuck with rich boy baby he said man nigga, niggas from the town don't fuck with dude he lame as a mother I was like ah <laughs> fuck <laughs> That's always though. People say that shit all the time. That's true hate. though. That's a good point too. You always hate, get hate that is where the home, home is where the hate hometown is. to give you that quick. But so just it hurt though. I ain't gonna lie. Just a little more information on what you said. The difference between Future and Benny. See, I look at that from a completely different perspective. I would respect what Future said more because 
he's speaking from like an impactful music standpoint. Like when you go out in the streets, and like I can be in Calabasas and I can lie about smoking weed and doing drugs and all that, but the streets fucking with me. I know it because when motherfuckers is out there, they tell me they ride in the Hellcats doing the donuts. They listen in the future. I can see that. Versus Benny saying, oh, I'm pulling up in a nigga city. And if it's some OG niggas around, I'm asking, hey, man, you know Freddie Gibbs? What that nigga about? Man, I don't give a fuck. I don't <laughs> care what Freddie Gibbs did. With he, that nigga ain't get no money with me. I ain't Whoever. like, I don't care. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm just using Freddie Gibbs yeah, yeah, for an yeah. example because they had the little fake beef. But like what Benny was saying, that used to be important when it wasn't, like I couldn't just DM a nigga and get directly to him. So you asking around and seeing how they do business maybe and how shit – None of that shit really don't matter no more, in my opinion, man. Like, it's too easy to collaborate and connect with a motherfucker when you ain't, I don't give a fuck about what you had going on in your city. If niggas like you or not, bro, it ain't got shit to do with me or what y'all had going on. It's, but, it's, uh, it's too yeah. easy to be fooled nowadays, bro. Like, I, why even sit here and try to think? Yeah, and I, I ain't trying to do all the goddamn research, bro. I ain't, I'm here for two nights, maybe. Like, I don't wow. give a fuck if this nigga real out in the streets. I ain't I'm saying, pulling even up from a consumer standpoint, bro. Oh, yeah. Like where I mean, you from just, and who he cool with? Yeah, like, I don't know. We don't have the capacity for that no more. Like I used to, like you said, we used to could do that, and like I listen to a motherfucker now and be like, you never thought you would be that person. Be like, hey, who is that? That's okay, what I'm saying. So I ain't right. That. Like, yeah, that's that's it. And the, and the youngsters will hit you with, oh, that's your boy, homeboy, and he with such and such, like we used to do. But now, so, like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't, there's, there's a handful like, of there's a handful of artists though. I would be disappointed if they were full of give shit. Me like, like payroll that would hurt. If niggas was like, man, that's man. the thing though, it ain't possible in Detroit. Like a nigga can't tell me payroll, like ain't. <laughs> I like, I yeah, you're right. I would be devastated, but that I ain't saying that from. I ain't expecting him to be no shoot him up, bang bang. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm expecting like if like if I asked about him, nigga be like, yeah, they got, <laughs> yeah, they got it in. It's pretty accurate. That's why he talk like he do all the time. I tell you who, and and I, Detroit a place too where you ain't gonna let. I don't think you gonna let get fly. Like that, and probably not pop for it, but Mozzie would be one for me. Yeah, that would hurt. I would be like, I would be like completely fooled and shocked. Like that, still. that I mean, but hey, to somebody, he might be a bitch ass nigga though. Like, who knows, bro? Like, there's always somebody, fam. Like, That's a fact. That's a fact. It's always somebody. I mean, I don't fuck with them niggas. Exactly. Man. It goes both ways. Before we get into the CMG Gangster Art album label excuse me, album review of their label, review album, debut album, Method Man says that rappers should not be signed to other rappers doing his podcast with Matt Hoffa. He got a lot of clips. He getting a lot of run off his Matt Hoffa. Matt Hoffa eating, yeah. Jesus Christ. But Animal Brown, Method Man says that rappers should not be signed to other rappers. Is this another one of those old takes like we were insinuating with Benny, or is this something that he has a point with? Um, This is a an man old who take. made his career off being signed to a rapper. Yeah, this is an old take though, because you can have a bad deal signed to a rapper or signed directly to the label. <laughs> Your deal could be shit. Now his point Thanks. was signing to an artist that's still actively making music, they won't have time to work or the bandwidth or really the they don't they're not gonna want you to be bigger than them type situation, 50 laws of power. I mean excuse me, 48 laws of power type shit. So that's that's more or less where he was coming from. And there may be situations where that's true. But as we're about to get into, there's are there's labels in here. That's that's not really the case. Like you can look at look at I won't even leave, I'm going to leave CMG out of it for a second. Go look at good music. 
Bro, them niggas was star. Like, John Legend was eating. Big Sean was out here. Pusha T out. Like, you don't see Kanye stepping on they, um, they shine. Like, right. these niggas, people look at them as solo. And they don't even associate them like that with labels anymore. And they're signed to artists. If you have a legitimate, if an artist has a legitimate situation where they have business partners and a real team, and the artist just happens to be either the mascot or the money or whatever the case may be, but there's a real team behind them, then that's a play. But if it's just an artist and they just went and got their LLC yesterday and just to say they got in a, in a chain, but they really don't know what they're doing, like that's then you're you're set up for failure. So it depends on the situation. Yeah, de- definitely depends on the situation. And I agree it's an older take. Back in the time when Method Man was coming up in the game, an artist trying to wear three, four hats, even with a team in place, probably gets confusing because you guys are working under the same label house, like as a boutique, whatever. But now, like you said, there's so much exposure, so many different lanes. People have their own fan bases. We're not really competing the same. Like, yo, got it, got to, to include CMG. He got a label full of gangster artists. But, like, that didn't deter him from signing ESTG and uh, money bag, yo, like it's just this what we do over here. With that being said, I think that there's some artists that can do it well because they know how it goes, and then there's some just aren't good at it because they are so focused on their career. Good music was a good one, like you said. You have a superstar like Kanye West who created the label. What better promotion is there than having someone like Kanye West at the head of your label? No, I'm not getting the same thing that I would get from a Def Jam or if I'm going into Columbia or whatever it may be, but I am getting something of value when I got the head of somebody always out there and they're a big name already saying it, making people familiar with it. Then people start to gravitate and want to know what else is on there and hey, here I am getting my own fan base. So yeah, Method Man is kind of older in his thinking with this is why it seems kind of off because it's definitely not the play anyway not yeah 50 cents 50 cents said this um in one of his books mm-hmm. um he talked about the story it, it was called um hustle harder is the name of 50 book and he told the story about why he signed to eminem versus going someplace else he said dude when i stand next to eminem the impressions i'm getting just by standing next to him that's going to be worth far more than if I was trying to do this on my own over at Universal or whatever the case may be. And then I'm standing next to Dre too. Like I get it. People, you can joke about, man, so many hands in the pot, but your reach is going to be infinitely farther if you're standing next to a superstar like a Kanye or an Eminem or a Dr. Dre than if you were dolo trying to get out the mud by yourself. It's possible. You can definitely do it, but take a little bit less money up front or take a little bit less money on the deal. And, but you're going to have more opportunities because of who you're with. So yeah. 50 took the long play with that and it worked and met the man. I don't know. Like the people have complained about being signed to artists before. Look at puff. People were mad when Jay-Z was, I remember LL was mad at Jay-Z when he was president. Of Jam. He felt like Method Jay-Z's man was mad his too. own album. Method so, man was mad too. At that, when he was over that method, man. He oh, okay. That explained it. Yeah, but um, credit to someone like Puff who's seen this vision before because, again, there is benefit to an artist being associated with the stardom. Like, there's benefit, like, even though Suge gets up here and he makes fun of it, you don't want your CEOs dancing in the videos and doing all of that. Yeah, but that take that, take that hit different, nigga, when it's on the front of that total. 
Like it wasn't that before then. I just it's different, and Puff made shit bigger. There are Birdman with cash money. Like like it just it's different when some people have that gift and are able to do it correctly and still do what they do. So it's it's different for different situations. Yeah, if your if your CEO is a rapper, but that nigga can market. Bro, yeah, sign up. Come on, dude. If, if, Let's who, go. What are we doing? You talking about Puff? Puff yeah, can't you, sell nothing. If you on, if bro. you're signing to nigga Jeezy, and you expecting that, like, come on, bro. How? That's rough. Like his shit was organic, like street oriented, like marketing. Grass grassroots is what I was looking for. Sure. for. I can't sign to Jeezy and expect to get that because I'm not Jeezy. Right. But Puff, that shit was generated like. I got. Now, he did that. Yeah, exactly. So it's a difference, man. Before we get to this album review, let's talk about this aforementioned DA in Georgia. Of course, we know what went down with YSL and uh, Gunna and Young Thug and twenty eight others in the Big Dog Rico case that's going on right now, which is still crazy. She was on the news and mentioned that there will be two more high profile indictments in the next sixty days. We don't know if that's artists. We don't know. We don't know what that's necessarily related to. They word on the street. It is kind of gang related, so to speak. So a lot of people. But when she says high profile, we automatically go to artists. Um, do you see rappers toning down the affiliation talk, the the repping of sets anytime soon because of shit like this? Absolutely. Uh, we just seen with Lil Durk. We'll talk about it a little later in the wins or losses section. Deactivating his Instagram. Yeah. Let me get on up out of here. Let me get ahead of this, like smart people are doing. You're going to start seeing less of the gang gang shit, less of the, the chains with the, the artists, or, or excuse me, the label chains or whatnot, like because people don't have time to be going to do time in the midst of the height of their careers. Yeah. Like Young Thug, like Gunna. And you trying to associate me, whether it's right or wrong, with shit or criminal activity because I can't be there watching. I can't be in the streets um, protecting my reputation if the police come around or if other gangsters or criminals come around. So you're going to see people not even saying anything about it at all. That gang affiliation stuff that you see a lot of now is going to die down just because artists are going to be more interested in their safety and not being in jail now versus oh i want to look tough like we just talked about like several other topics the gilly topic the benny topic all of these as far as people looking tough that wave is kind of phasing out in hip-hop like you get more juice world kid cutty stuff like what we talked about last week so even when you get benny the butcher imagine this nigga coming around atlanta asking hey man is, is 4pf really about that now you look you look crazy you like the police now yeah you look like the police like bro what you coming around here asking about me for i don't know you you rap i rap that's it Yep. So with that being said, especially when people are going to be at the heights, is she coming out saying that, oh, this happened and this happened, so your spider senses are going to be tingling? Yeah, people are going to tone it back. It ain't going to be as, as much of that stuff anymore. What do you think? Uh, I don't think people will tone it down. Just, and it's simply because a lot of the people that are doing this are young. Um, they're youthful. And, then, and, and for the same reason that people go to war, bro, they know there'll be casualties, but they never think it'll be them. So people is gonna still rap and make music, and they still gonna rap. They said that because that's you the just only heard way they that know. Off something. That quote was killing. You just heard that on something because I seen it too. No, that was off the dome. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get the what was that on? Was that Better Call Saul or was it that uh, what's McCallie Doc at Prime Doc? I think that was the Prime. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wrote that shit down and everything. Tough. Go ahead. Uh, but no, but that, but that's what I'm saying. No one ever thinks it'll be them, bro. So they can sit here and they they gonna rep their set because it's all branding at the end of the day. So the same set that they rep on the corner and the block and all of that, they're gonna say it in records because it's gonna make them sound cool and it's the same thing that's gonna get them on. So they believe that it could be them to get on. They just don't think it'll be them to get to get sniped behind it. But I will say this: I don't. I don't think. Th- I think this is smoke that she blowing up, bro. Like niggas think it's like this gonna be little baby, this gonna be dirt, this gonna be twenty one set. I don't think it's gonna be a big splash like that. I'm gonna be real because I don't understand. I don't think so because I don't know why she would tease it prior to as if like it's a fucking movie coming soon or something. Like she didn't do that with Thug and Gunner, nigga. They just popped up at the door. We didn't know about none of that. So for well, her to well. then turn around and be like, oh yeah, sixty days, I'm gonna get two more people. Stay tuned. Like what? <laughs> So what? I mean, what, the the whole the the criticism to Fanny, the the DA, the saying this is because she's pandering to a group, right? So liberal Democrats, all politicians are pandering to a group, right? So with elections coming up, and if she has big dreams of moving on past being the DA, what this does, and the reason that you promote, and you even with the Trump, not just limited to yeah, the yeah, 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 shit, for sure. but right now the violence is out there in the streets of Atlanta. So this is what she's quote unquote doing about violence. Yeah, like for these sure. rappers and stuff. She, so the people that are going to be voting for her, they looking at this, they paying attention to it. So that's why she will promote it in my that's opinion. That's fair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, don't think it's going to be a big splash, bro. It may not be. You're right. Like she may just be trying to put sauce on it and we come yep. up and be like, who is that? Yep. <laughs> like, oh, who? But with that being said, on your other point, the reason that I think it does die down is because you're going to have like the Rico plays a different part into it. Like you're not just running out there with your own name. Like if it's niggas that was in Young Thug crew that got locked up and Young Thug was still making records, then yeah, I can see what you're saying. But if it's starting to affect, like if if Nick, God forbid, if niggas get locked up around Lil Baby and he go to jail too, yeah, that's, that's different. Like that's different. now you like niggas like, nah, I don't want y'all saying my name at all. And I think yeah. that's what you're going to start seeing because of Young Thug and Gunna being affected. When used to, you would see this in hip hop. And you know, it, motherfuckers would be able to avoid it because they wasn't in the streets being active. But the Rico part of it, well, oh, okay, y'all are an organization and y'all niggas is a big gang. So we getting everybody. That's where you're going to get, I see people start to fall back. Yeah, it's a very interesting situation, man. We're going to keep our so, eyes man. on it. I, like I think, I think it's gas, but we shall see. Um, it's out here in these streets, man. Yeah, it's wild. Um, right now. We haven't reviewed an album in a minute. We got this compilation, man. I saw, I'm always down for a good label album. I, I had this on my put on because I was interested to hear um, how they were going to put this together. CMG, Gangster Art, of course, that is Yo Gotti's label. He's got a roster full of artists. They are all, the gang's all here on the project. It came out Friday. Uh, you know how we get down, man. Standouts, highlights, lowlights, rating. What did you think going into this, and and how did you like it off that first listen? Um, going into this, and the reason that you know we wanted to bring this to the table is we were able to be privy with Yo Gotti in the studio. We were able privy of conversations in the studio with him early on, where he talked about some of the people that he looked up to. We've told the stories on this podcast before. And I feel like this is the album where that comes into fruition. I got mm. Money Bag, yo. I got uh, all these 
popular artist now on my label and he was looking up to 50 cent and talk about how impressed he was with g unit and how impressed he was with cash money he said that in songs before so to see it play out to see the cmg album with big names like bag and big names like i almost said black youngster i'll skip that one and say mozzie and yeah. thug yeah and doug excuse me and escg yeah like that's exactly what he was saying that he wanted to do 15 years ago for sure and that shit just manifestation of that i just thought that was dope and would be pretty cool to talk about so that was my thought process going in i was really excited to hear how it manifested from that time that we talked to him about it to now Absolutely. and listen to it first minute time through it's a compilation album so you know there's a lot of songs 30 is a shit ton Nope. of songs um so that was the the biggest takeaway when i pull it up I'm like oh my god 30 songs yeah, uh, but it, it does what it's supposed to do as far as that i wasn't expecting a classic again it was more so him reaching the point in his career and doing what he said he would do while i was interested in it but going through there was some takeaways that i had from good songs too escg is rapping his ass off 42 doug's energy like he's got a nice mix of artists on the label but it also let me find out what he was missing too like he just mm. he, he still is missing like that one veteran or that one lyrical artist sort of like the signing that you had when Wale went to MMG or mm. when Snoop went to No Limit one of those signings is like you wonder why it makes sense and then it starts to do and you see you see why it makes sense yo Gotti needs one of those to complete what he's trying to do over there and I think he will make one of these compilation albums really pop off yeah, What'd you yeah. think? I ain't mad at that at all. Um, I was definitely interested. I, I, I like when labels, because we know it's strength in numbers, mm -hmm. and labels are about movements. And I always think it's cool that you've got a head coach or a player coach like Gotti, GM, and he putting the squad together and birthing. He's birthing stars, bro. So I, I always am impressed by that, the business part of it, and then also just having an eye for talent. Like we talk about all the time, like look at the Gucci man tree, bro. Like we've done an episode on that. Like people have eye for talent. That's not easy to do because there's a lot of bullshit ass rappers out here, dude. Like it's some trash out here if y'all did not know. So for someone to be able to have their finger on the pulse like Gotti does, and he's got some talented artists. Uh, if you look at his starting five, like look at his starting five and tell me if there's a better one, bro. We'll, we'll include him because he's still active. He just had an album out this year. That's Gotti, that's Moneybag Yo, that's ESTG, that's Mozzie, and that's 4-2 Doug. That's a starting five. That's strong. That's a very solid starting five. And then the bench is questionable. You got a rookie on there with Glorilla. I mean, at least people like Black Youngster, though. Like, we Black don't, Youngster. people like him. Glorilla. That's, that's a fact. And so, um, what? He got the young boy, the young harmonizing dude from yeah. Alabama. So, like, I mean, that, listen this is what a roster should look like. And we've seen too many artists try it and fail to sit here and think that this is easy. So this is an accomplishment in my eyes. I, I like his roster better than Dreamville, personally. Absolutely. I, I don't even think it's close. Like, I like, and motherfuckers probably listening to us throwing shit at the podcast right now, but I side more to Yo Gotti's style of music over J. Cole, if we talking about other people emulating it. J. Cole, I, I, wait, wait, I, I wait, wait. Now. I'm talking about 
if other people gonna get in there and do what you do and you building a label around it. Like, yeah, it ain't okay, too many you. people that could do what J. Cole can do. Boz and Mars and all of them niggas is cool. Sure. Y'all kind of sound like knockoff J. Cole's. Yeah, that's fair. If I get Yo Gotti in here and six niggas is talking street shit, one from Oakland, and then I get a chick that's young and she talking to young ratchet street shit, then I got another nigga from Memphis talking street shit. Detroit. Back. Oh, yeah, it's easy to do. We can do it. Not easy per se, but you but, know what I mean. Way easier than what J. Cole is trying to do with Dreamville. So I agree with you there. Like, yeah. the, the, the versatility of this roster is just like from a street perspective. Like, I, I got everything that you would expect me to have as Yo Gotti. Once he hit them with that unexpected one, like I'm saying, it's all the way to the moon. That's when you're going to start seeing the Forbes interviews with Gotti, and you be like, damn, I remember a nigga, that's what's up. And that is nigga doing the Jay-Z twist, like, with the suits and shit. Like, that's coming as soon as he find that next signing, I think. He need, like, a, he need like a Juice World nigga or something, though. Like, yeah. bro, that, that shit, like, something like that. Facts. Like, he got the young boy that's kind of- But it's already older. established a little bit, too, though. But that's but that's what I'm saying. Because you got to remember, Lil Bibby found Juice World. That's, that's Lil Bibby was not, that's not the music that he was making. That, you know right, what I'm true. saying? But he found the talented kid that could songwrite and had the harmonies and the melodies like crazy that the kids was fucking with heavy. You find somebody on that kind of wavelength, and that and that should go crazy. But but I do I do like the roster. I do like that you mentioned that they're from different regions. That's kind that's kind of somewhat similar to what G Unit was doing because at one point in time he had game, he had Buck with G Unit South was supposed to come, and then he of course had his his Queens people. You know what I'm saying? That was with him. And so I, that, to me, that's smart. You spread across the the, the states so that you touch different fan bases. Um, and you can see the resemblance too of like what we said when we were sitting there and we was listening to him talk about how much he admired G Unit and how much I admired Cash Money. Like you are starting to see that. Yeah. Like I see the resemblance in what you're trying to do with G Unit and see the resemblance of what he's trying to do with Cash Money. So absolutely. Yeah, on my first listen though, I, I I really liked it. I thought it. I thought the first half, which is where more of the starting lineup is was stronger just because they're a little bit more talented. I'm not, I'm not used to some of the other artists that I wasn't familiar with on here, but um, the roster is deep, man. Even the dude, you remember he had the contest at the beginning of the year yeah. of the, the rap on this beat, you know, air quote content the and the contest. winner, the who contest. knows what that was about, but even dude on here, <laughs> like I was like, damn, I forgot all about him too. Like, and you know what the dopest thing about this is like, this nigga made the rollout of this was really the sign of the Glorilla. That's a good like point. Like this, like the me True. getting ready and telling y'all about this. Oh, by the way, you know the hottest song in the streets right now. I just signed her too. Just gave her five hundred thousand and all her homegirls. Yeah. Like yeah, that I, I to be honest with you, I wouldn't even know this was coming out. Yeah, if I quiet. hadn't seen them on the plane talking about that, I'm like, oh shit, and then the album coming soon. Oh shit. Yeah, that was a rollout. Let's out. be clear. Facts. Yeah, for sure. Big facts. As it should have been. Yeah, doing his thing. Yeah, now nah, he's shaking it. Um standouts. Man, I, I thought uh the first song I just couldn't get past. And I I you're probably gonna say the same thing. That Mozzie solo joint with that Mario Ooh, sample. Boy, woo-wee. Listen. This is what you're. This is how you're supposed to play a compilation if you're if you're head coaching. I just signed Mozzie. People who listen to me, people who listen to Moneybag Yo, may or may not be on him. He's a couple of thousand miles away, coming out of the Bay, Sacramento. What part is he from? Uh, no, I think Sacramento. Yeah, he's from Sacramento. I think. 
Don't don't shoot me, LA or Cali. They will, but they will too, especially where he's from. <laughs> Very clear, nigga. But if I if I'm a if I'm a fan of Gotti, I may or may not know who Mozzie is. Once I get to number seven, or excuse me, once I get to number five, his solo record, I'm going to want to hear more of him. And that's exactly what the new, what the solo record of the newest artist or one of the newest artists you just signed is supposed to do. So I, I like, I think things like that are a strong play. And it was early in the track listing. It's not 28. It's number yeah. five. I, it's little, it's small stuff small like that, stuff in my like opinion. That, yeah. That's smart, and it shows that some thought was put into that. Um, I also liked uh, it was a, there was several joints right here I liked though, uh, but I just give a quick three. I like Doghouse with um, Four Two Doug and Gotti. I thought that shit was fire, and I like more of the story with Gotti and ESTG. And then one more thing I like, I like that Gotti is on here. He's not shy. He's not on one song, just the single. He's on here. He's on, yeah. and he's on here with people that we know, and he's on here with people that you may not know. Like I don't know who Big Boogie is. But Gotti on here with the song with him, it's gonna make me listen to him because he's gonna reel me in at least so I can hear what dudes sound like. So I it's it's little small stuff. He's on here with the song with Lil Papa, the young boy. Right. Again, Gotti is on here with strategic placements of his features. I think it's smart. I think it's well thought out. And those are a couple of the joints I enjoy, but there's several bangers on here though. Facts. Um, we had a similar feeling going through, other than the length of it, pause for me. Um I like the fact that he was on here and it wasn't, I ain't Kobe in 07 on here taking all the shots. Y'all just put me on the bangers and I'll close out every song. Nah, I'm LeBron on here. Like I'm setting people up. Like you said, I'm with the new niggas. I'm with the old niggas. I'm coming in the middle sometimes. I'm just letting you know that this is my shit and I'm throwing perfect passes because I'm to that point in my career and he played that perfectly Facts. you could tell that there was thought put into this that the new artists old artists that gave you what you were looking for first like you said with mozzie and doug and estg like i got what i came there for which kept me engaged for sure and when i'm getting to the other niggas i'm like okay it ain't that bad plus yo gotti will jump in here now and then okay i can i can listen to this while i'm doing something else playing uh, the game in the background or something so yeah you're right it's the little things that made me excited about this because, again, and I keep referencing the conversations that we have, but it's amazing to see someone manifest that because he was literally talking about this, as I said before in this conversation. And when you notice things like the little things, it lets you know how hyper-focused someone like him is. Yeah. Because like you said, it's that small shit that at this point in his career, you would think, oh, who gives a fuck? I'm your God. I can do what I want True. to. I, let me just Be do lazy it this. with it. I can do it the easy way. Yep. But we heard him say 15 years ago that, that he I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in building this this way, and these are the examples that I use. And he stuck to that, and that shit is fucking dope to see. Yep. Um, but the standouts to me for that song, moral of the story, of That's course. Banking. Love that. That was pain. Um, I like that Rocky Roll and First of January and Wait in Line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Those yeah. are my top ones. Black Youngster's some slaughter. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, I had to add that because I was surprised that I even tolerated that. I can't I that's one of the artists you can add to the list for me for this new generation. I just do not get. I don't get the the craze about Black Youngster. He ain't never on beat for me. He ain't never nope. talking about nothing. Like it nope. ain't Nah. No disrespect to him, but bro, you some slaw. Yeah, bro, you some slaw, bro. Uh, I tell him that in there, like, bro, uh, I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. I, I get it. He got the personality and all of that. Yeah, like, like, he funny. I get it. Slaw. 
It's my yeah. Uh, what joints didn't work though? There was a couple of you were like, nah, he skips. You know what didn't work? Um, not to be specific, because there were several of them on here, but the 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 girl party type joints. I know you need them, and I ain't talking about the ones with Glow really where she popping her shit, because I think that was needed. But I'm talking about what a man trying to do like the dance, five star chick club type songs. Ah, okay. I'm good, bro. Like you can double down on this street shit, my nigga. Like the the females more ratchet than the niggas nowadays, damn near. So you can just double on down on the ratchet street shit. Like you ain't got to give me the party five star chick. <laughs> like the, the the girls don't even want to hear it no more. So we damn shows sure don't. Uh, so let Glow really take care of that. But I don't need the niggas doing the club bops no more. Like I'm, I'm over that. That was my biggest, and it was like eight of them. Yeah, there was a couple on here for sure. Um, some, a couple things I didn't like it. Uh, the big boogie dude, his solo song at Kiki, that wasn't really nothing. And it was a gal on here. I, I think it was the Hood Rich song where she was singing, and I was like, "Yo, what?" Like it, I'm, I gotta hear something early else. Early on, they try to swag the little Destiny Child, little swagger Jack. Yeah, it was like it didn't sound good yeah. at all though. I was like, "Is some off?" Like I like. It, that sounded it she did kind of give like a destiny's child yeah, yeah that was the, oh, yeah, they was trying to, someone nothing. that 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 like, went for us so like but but like, i'm just saying like just her vocals though i was like i gotta hear something else with her on it because like it's she sounded off key i was like bro what listen the to something fuck? else with her on her nah she was she was only on one song ah okay i was like yo what the fuck but i will say this though i do get speaking of glorilla that was the net the last signing that the big splash it's it's her one of her homegirls signed a QC, and I, I, I'm assuming her other homegirls are looking for deals. I her homegirl was ripping that little freestyle. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they, they, nah, they the sign with QC. Nah, they slick. Um, they, Glorilla really. If, if we talking about the talent, she's really like third or fourth place on her click. She just got that voice and that energy. All of them remind hit. me, of, yeah, Project Pat, like Project Ooh. Pat, Gangsta Boo, like that's what I'm hearing. Let's like. Of course, Gangsta Boo is a female, but I'm hearing like a female version Memphis style, like Project Pat, like especially the chick that sound with QC. I was like, damn, if yep. Project Pat was a girl that was born in 2022, that would be her, dude. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Now there's some talent there, man. I seen her. I seen a Gotti had the birthday bash a couple hey, of days ago, that. and she, man, when he brought her out. <sighs> Dude, if y'all can find that footage, it's on YouTube, dude. They were shaking it. They were word for word. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was because I was wondering, like, damn, should he have signed her? Like, did that make sense? Uh, I heard that. I said, oh, no, this is right. It does. Absolutely. And and it shows, again, credit in Yo Gotti. It's Yo Gotti uh, credit session, but just like being tapped in in the streets enough to sign her. Same thing with Doug. Same thing with ESTG. Same he tried thing with, with Dolph Wazzy. too. Remember? Long yeah, time. even with Dolph. Yeah, Dolph was popping. Yeah. He tried that too, but he didn't come with enough money. But yeah. um, just noticing and being able to navigate, because I'm sure other people in these rooms trying to get these people like little baby wanted Doug and and I mean they split. They, they're splitting Doug. It's, it's a okay. joint venture. Pause. Um, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but I'm sure, like even with Glorilla and these Aaron other people, Doug is nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I like like I just respect man his his foresight to be able to sign these people, be out here in these streets, the team that he has to get these people on the label. It's shit fire. Because this is several years in the make. Because he tried it with um um he did try this before with, with Star with um. Damn, what's the Snotty Wild, Snooty Wild. Snooty Wild, rest in peace. Bag been around for a minute. 
Yeah. He was back then then with them too. So it's it's he's he's been trying this for a while. So it's cool to see. Don Trip was around a little bit. Yeah, it's been a couple. It's been a Zedzilla. Zed you know Zilla. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's been trying. So it, it, it's cool to see, man. It's like a full circle moment. What uh what type of rating you give it though? I give it three. That's banger. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I give it banger. Absolutely. I like it though. It's it's some shit on here. I repeat it though. I'm not even gonna lie. Like this is some oh, good facts. Stone Mountain music on here. Absolutely. I ran a couple of them back, saved some to a playlist. I want to see the day when he give us one of. Uh, 13 song i know this ain't what you do on compilations but i'd love to see a good one like formulated together 13 in and out songs just banging though because i think he got the squad to do it it's, a, yeah, it's, a, I, it's I like a lot of people to to get looks on a 13 track album y'all this, this ain't for the screw-ups though this is all the young niggas i mean all y'all niggas can get out of here it's really like it's for the starters black, yeah some black hippie type shit yeah yeah, yeah. big dogs yeah what'd you um, give it I, no, I give it three. It's banging for sure. Yeah. I, I definitely, um, I definitely liked it. it. There's several joints. Twenty-seven tracks is in, entirely too much, mm-hmm. but he had a he had to he had to find a way to get everybody a look. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to whoever Trip Star is. I'm not familiar with him, but you got to get him a look on here on your label. Yeah. And he's not he's not gonna make it in them first ten. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. Um, I will say this though. Did you see the 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 shooting? The threat? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy though, bro. Like there was a there was a threat. Uh, some dude Man, they ended shoot. up catching the dude too. He was threatening to. He had lost his girlfriend or whatever. He had broke up or whatever. He was threatening to shoot up the the party. I mean, shoot shoot up the birthday bash, and the police intercepted. I forgot how they pulled up on him. Man, they he had guns and shit. Well, why? I was like, wow. I didn't read bro. the full story, but I saw that that potential mass shooting had happened. That's fucking insane. That's wild, bro. That make a nigga not even want to go outside. But uh, oh, I wouldn't be at birthday God. bash anyway. But still, though, yeah, you got to plot your exit out when you go outside. Like I was just to push it. I'm like, man, how, let me make sure that I can get up out this motherfucker. If I was my whole time, I played the side by the door. So if anything yep. pop off, I'm out yep. of here, nigga. Like you said that you got to look at that now. But that was the first thing I did. All right, I'm gonna sit right here. Yep. I'm out of here in two minutes or something go down. That's fucked man, up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, what we got, so, man? Win or loss? Absolutely. Before we get out of here, man, we appreciate you guys tapping in for the review of the Yo Gotti CMG Gangster Art album. Before we get out of here again, to say that again, our wins and losses. First win of the loss, A B. Tell me how you feel about Jay Z saying he does not charge for features. Yeah, that was crazy. He was on Kevin Hart's uh, Peacock show. So they don't charge. I, I I respect it though because now, if you set a price for your features, now people who can afford it that you don't want to do music with are gonna hit you up. If you just tell people that you don't, you just tell people you don't, you do shit when you feel like it. It's more in your terms, and it's an easier. Uh, it's, it's he probably doesn't even get asked, which is even better, which I'm sure he probably prefers. So I respect it. I ain't mad at that. That's yeah, dope. That's a that's a big W. Like yeah. I'm not putting. I great point. If I'm Jay Z, there's no way I'm putting a price on a verse of mine. Yeah, like, this shit is priceless. <laughs> yeah, this shit is priceless, my nigga. Right, so, exactly. <laughs> it one hundred percent. Ain't no million dollar verse. I'm, I'm not doing any of that. Like, and then, like you said, it opens the door for niggas that got it to hit me up and like and feel like they deserve it because they can pay for it. Yep. It's one of those things where like motherfuckers wait on the whole verse. It's almost like a blessing, the stimulus package per se. So, it's a big W. 
Next win or a loss, your man Kodak Black got locked up this weekend. Conspiracy, well, not conspiracy, with trafficking charges because he had over 30 oxycodone pills. Um, leaving jail in Florida, he was mistaken for, yep, you guessed it, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Win or a loss, being mistaken for Flavor Flav. That's a win because that shit funny in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, that is that's hilarious. That's insult to injury, nigga. You just got locked up, and somebody say you like Flavor Flav. I was gonna say I just got out of jail. Motherfucker, play me like I look like Flavor Flav. I might go right back in there. <laughs> might get shot. We might get beat up real bad. We didn't have to go back to jail, man, for playing with me on clearly what seems to be a bad day, man. Kodak need to get his shit straight, man. Yeah, man. I want him to win, though. I promise I yeah, do. Man. My barber needed to cut my hair today. He said that Kodak Black was better than Ludacris. That's not true. In no shape, form, or fashion. And you know me, if you listen to this show, one thing I will never do is defend Ludacris. But unfortunately, these new generation of motherfuckers, man, got you doing weird shit. I, I was in the barbershop having to defend Ludacris. I was like, as you what should are have. you talking about? Respectfully. Like, Kodak Black Respect. is talented, though. Yeah, Kodak Black is a baby a better artist, but bar for bar, he was talking about bars. I was like, oh, fuck stop, no. bro. What, are you, what do you mean? Hey, come so, on, man. There Spike Lou was trying to defend fucking <clears throat> Ludacris. Yuck. Yeah. Threw up in my mouth a little bit. But uh, before we get out of here, the last winner or loss, we spoke about it earlier. The heat's coming down. Lil Durk deactivated his IG, said he's about to, quote, disappear for a minute. You worried about this, AB? Not at all. That's a W because I would have done the same thing if I were him and I heard this, this these, goddamn it, the DA talking to talk that she talking. Now I've been on the first thing smoking to wherever Russell Simmons went that time oh, yeah. when he left. Facts, big. Hey, Russell, where you go? You are you with the Bali? Okay, cool. Hey, book my one way ticket until this shit cool off. Facts. Only difference would have been I would have just disappeared. <laughs> they ain't got no IG no more. Damn, I can't. Doop, doop, doop. The would number have you the have dialed. Call. Man, what? It's no longer in service. Yeah, I'm out. Facts. I feel them uh, though. Yeah, and he been down here hanging around in the A two. Um, again, hopefully those guys are able to stay out of trouble and navigate the way that they need to but yeah i would be out big w for him who we got for deck of the week sir man we're going to youtube man shout out to these two comments uh shout out to bakari long time listener supporter we appreciate my guy um he commented on the most influential midwest albums he said so nobody's going to mention chief keith's finally rich and what it did for hip-hop that's fair even though i do not like that album but i cannot deny the impact that chief keith had when he came out hell of a catch that's a fact Definitely missed that one. Absolutely. So that's why you're here, Bakar. We appreciate you. You mentioned it. <laughs> 100%. And shout out to Post Like Hakeem. He commented on the most influential Southern albums. He just threw a couple out there that he fucked with. Ghetto D, 400 Degrees, Chopper City in the Ghetto, TM 101, Mr. Don't Play. Mr. When the smoke Don't Play. Trap music. Let's go. Hmm. That, that's a list. That's a nice list that's right there. That's a long list right there. He's definitely fluent, uh, fluent in Southern hip hop. So. Absolutely, man. What you got to put me on? Man, my put on for the week, brand new show. Well, not brand new, man. If you're not tapped in, I'm going to say this every time it starts back. Better Call Saul started Monday, man. They are doing a fucking masterpiece. Episode went off last night, man. Continue to to just add fuel to the flames. I can't wait to see how this ends. Hold on. So you saw the second one? Yeah. And it was good, too? 
still cooking. Because I thought after that first one, they was going to slow us down a little. Because that first one was walking. It wasn't as fire as that first one. Don't get me wrong. That first one was absolute flames. They had to take it down a little bit. But this one was still right there where you was like, oh, shit. Right. It gave you some like, and Walt and Jesse about to pop up too in oh, yeah, uh, that's right. in the next two weeks. So man, if you ain't watching Better Call Saul, get on it. That shit is fucking fire. I can't wait to see who Walt and Jesse play it. And I kind of got an idea. We can talk about it offline. Yeah. Oh well, now you ain't seen it, but once you see it, we'll talk about it. That's a fact, um, man. I put on this is this is a different one. I was out in the park. Which I was park? out at Piedmont Park. That's the spot. Shout out to my folks. There was a young lady out there selling freeze adult Capri Suns. Yeah, with the uh, little pouches and the alcohol. With in the them. little pouches and the alcohol. And I was like, yo, I like, how long How long you been doing this? And she was like, oh, a couple months. It's my full-time job. I said, it's your full-time job? She was like, yeah. I was like, if you don't mind me asking, how much you make? And she was like, well, I, I sell these for $15 a piece. And I come out here with 50 And so I do this three days a week. I sell out. It takes me about three hours to sell out. I did the math. Don't even worry about it. That's 9,000 a month selling adult Capri Suns in the park. She is 21 years old because she gave me her Instagram, her business Instagram. And I was like, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I say that to say, in addition to, I don't know if you saw T Grizzly, he's making 200,000 playing video games online. T Grizzly know how to play video games? Yes. I would have never suspected that. His subscription shit is popping, 200 bands, and he got his homeboys playing. They're making 20 bands a What'd month. they play? Uh, Call of no. Duty and something else. I forgot what the other one was. That's I think GTA. My point is, there's a million ways to get money out here. Y'all gonna hear a lot of scary shit on the news, recession this, recession that. Man, get creative out here, nigga, because there's ways to eat, dog. So I want there's everybody out here to get creative and eat because that shit blew my mind. She was 21 and got it, so I couldn't do nothing but respect it. But I don't care if you're 21 or 51 listening, man. It's a whole lot of ways to get it. And you might need to in these next couple of months. Definitely a difference in the recession is that you're talking about now and the one that we experienced in 08. So like you said, a lot of gig economy stuff. Jobs still going to be out there because a lot of people got other ways to get money too. Back. So it's going to be kind of different. But still prepare. Make sure you're ready for what's coming. It said Pay loaf attention. of bread, $10. So Where? Man, I seen it on, I seen it on Instagram. Well, that was in that was in Shanghai, nigga. That was a damn <laughs> show. Hey, like, shit, shit is hot though. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, Facts. I know you don't go to the we, you, I'm sure you do, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Store, shit hot. Shit is higher. Like, it's shit. Yeah, what I'm saying. Hey, man, get creative out here, man. Yeah, Fuck it. Yolo. Facts. I need about eight more entering comes. Hey, man, she said she worked three days a week, dude. Three hours. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three hours a day. That's it. What were the final numbers that you came up with about how much you said? 9,000 a month. Nine if a you month. do, if, if she in there with 50 and they $15 a piece and she sell all of them times three, that's seven twenty five a day. So you do that times three and then do that times four. That's crazy. Yeah. Then expenses and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, obviously that's not a year round right. thing, but I'm right. just saying that's a mean spring summertime hustle. Facts. Um, uh, man. Other than that, though, man. Same old, same old, guys. Hit us up YouTube.com/slash On Deck TV Show. Uh, also, hit the link in the description, man. Cop a shirt or two. And uh, what else we got, man? Anything else? That's it, man. Check us out every week, Wednesdays, On Deck TV Show. Chill. It is, man. We out. <laughs>